Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kamisha Lucier, and I'm so glad you're here. So glad to be back spending time in the Word of God with you. Before we get into this episode, let's open up in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you. Lord, we love you. We praise you and we exalt you. Thank you for the answers that we do not have in and of ourselves. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence, for your righteousness, your justice, your judgment, and your reproof, Lord. We thank you for correcting us um, anywhere that we need correction, Lord, where we're, where we're missing it or we're out of alignment. Thank you for always being there to correct us and bring us back into alignment. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that all of our hope is rested and vested in you and that we find our place in you and in the kingdom of God. We thank you for your word coming forth in accuracy and boldness, Lord, and with the absolute guidance and perfection of the Holy Spirit that you only, Lord, can provide. We thank you for that, Lord, and we just welcome you to have your way always, now and forevermore in our lives, Lord, as you see fit, and we thank you for ministering to us so that we receive what it is that you have for us, Lord. We bless the listeners. We bless them in your almighty name, Lord Jesus. We bless them, and we ask you to um, surround them with your faith, hope, and love, and we praise you for what you're doing in their lives. We thank you for loving them. We thank you for enduring and being patient with us, God, and we thank you for always keeping them in your hand of protection and providing them with your divine supply of provision. In Jesus' almighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. The title of this episode is Why We Pray. Honey, did you have any thoughts that you wanted to share before we get started in this episode? Well, we have spoken previously about prayer. Mm -hmm. It's importance. Mm -hmm. And at the core, it is communicating with the Lord or how we communicate with the Lord and in all things we're to say what he says to say and do what he says to do mm -hmm. right and that also applies to prayer and every prayer there we're going to go through this and there's going to be multiple examples of of that that exact thing and getting into the the types of prayers and but Let's not get distracted with all the various types and ways of prayer. Mm -hmm. Let's just get into an alignment with the Lord. And, and I'll say, I'll say it in this way. Spirit-led prayers. We need Holy Spirit-led prayers that always produce a practical application. Whether that's in the saying or the doing. Our God is very practical. It's not just floating around in the spirit realm, <laughs> right? There's always a, a doing in the natural realm as well. Amen. Amen. And prayer at its core is tapping into the spiritual realm. Just at its basic component, that's what Amen. it is. God is in the spirit, right? And we are in the natural. So how do we connect with him, the provision that he set up, the supply that's there, um, ministering spirits, all of those things is through prayer. Not that we pray to angels. That is a, um, that is a sin and a lie from the right. pit of Sheol. Um, but even I'm just saying prayer is just at the, at the basic core is tapping into the spiritual realm. And it is the go between from the natural to the spiritual. It's how we just connect. So the, um, it's always pinpoint focus and should be accurate. 
Amen. If and we're praying in the, I'll say, not even in the spirit, but as the Holy Spirit is directing us. Amen. And it's how we, again, connect with the Father, um, the Son and the Holy Spirit, and what they are doing and what they want and the provision that's provided to us as a part of our covenant with the Lord. So let's look at our springboard scriptures. Um, we're going to start with Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. And then we're going to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 15. All right. It says, uh, and this is Ephesians six eighteen. Mm-hmm. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit and with this in view. Be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Amen. It's okay. We've talked about Ephesians chapter 6 in great detail. And we've talked about, you know, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, the armor of God. And we've looked at, we've looked at that. And prayer is connecting in to be able to use these this armor correctly and tap into the spiritual realm and the supply that's provided there. So let's go to 1 Corinthians um, chapter 14, verse 15. All right, it says, What is the outcome then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the mind also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the mind also. Amen. And mindset, my version says, um, I'm reading the new King James says, for if I, um, sorry, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing in the spirit. I will also sing with the understanding. So what he's saying is, um, the, if you broke, break prayer down, it falls into one of two categories. Either it is praying with your spirit or it's praying in a language or in a way that is easily understandable by the listener. If you look at this um, section in context, he was talking about um, giving a message. You know, when, when we're in, in the congregation uh, body and we're trying to convey something that the Lord is saying, um, to give the message, I shouldn't be giving it in tongues because no one will understand what I'm saying. But if I give it, in a language that is known, then the people that are hearing have the opportunity to understand. But it also discloses to us the two primary categories that the prayer prayer falls into, whether it is praying with your spirit, as in praying in tongues, your heavenly language, or it is praying with your understanding in words that can be easily understood in, in some kind of known language. Now, if you go online and you do a search for the different kinds of prayer, you'll find all these various categories <laughs> and um, they will be listed out and they have some kind of description with them. And there's varying accounts of how many different categories of prayer there are. But for the sake of what we're doing, um, and as actually, as, as, this is how the Holy Spirit is leading and how he's just shared this information with me um, so that there is clarity, but also focus in what is important to him and what matters and what he's doing. So there's two categories, praying with your understanding or praying in other tongues. Now there are different reasons for prayer, for the, for example, thanksgiving, intercession, salvation, praise, repentance, petition, mm-hmm. um, consecration or dedication, a supplication, which just means request. There are uh, various reasons that we pray or the expectation, the outcome that we are looking for when we pray, but it falls into one of those two categories. So I can give thanksgiving to the Father. I can do that with my known language by saying, thank you, Jesus, or I can use that, do that in tongues. 
right? Right. Which is what we looked at, um, referencing back to what we we read in Ephesians um, about praying with supplication in the spirit. So keeping that in mind and keeping that organized neatly, what the Holy Spirit is really looking for in all things, and this is what separates us as God's warriors and his elite force, is Holy Spirit-led prayer, which is what you Mm -hmm. open with, my love. And also, when you look at Ephesians 18, in my translation, in the Spirit is capitalized. Absolutely. And, you know, I've heard some people talk about this and say maybe this was a miss a misprint on their part to capitalize spirit here. But in God's eyes, it's not a misprint because he's been asking all along to lead us everywhere that we go. Amen. Lead us in everything that we do. Lead us in every aspect and component of our life. And prayer is no different. Sometimes we have the, the approach of, well, I need to get this off my chest. I need to say what I need to say. I need to express myself. And we want to... Um, pull some aspect of or component of our life back under our own power and our own control and separate it away from the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit as though it's not included in the things that he should be leading us concerning. And we try to navigate it and govern it with our own strength and our own power. And this leads to failure. Um, Who knows better how to say thank you to God than the Holy Spirit? Uh (laughs) Right? Who knows better how to intercede for one of God's children than God himself, the father of that child, right? And the one who searches the hearts and minds. And, and we, let's but not the, forget the, the scripture tells us those that are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. And that me. wasn't in one area of our life or another. That was every right. area, aspect, and facet of our lives. Right. So we shouldn't just be led by God when it comes to healing, but not prayer, or mm-hmm. led by God when it comes to sowing or tithing, but not prayer. No, he's supposed to lead everything. And we have been talking about this throughout the entirety of this basic training um, series. And the Holy Spirit said, Talk about it some more, <laughs> bring it on in and fine tune it so that it's clear. Um, there's no area of your life that you are to be the head over. You are meant to be under authority and subject to the leading and guiding of Holy Spirit, letting Jesus be the Lord of your life, which means you let Holy Spirit lead you just like he let Holy Spirit lead him. So Holy Spirit is really looking for in this time, in this, this season, those who will enter into Holy Spirit-led prayer. But also, this is the most dynamic and the epitome of prayer is Holy Spirit-led prayer. Anytime you come to um, do anything, who knows the thought and the, the mind of God better than himself? And who knows better how to please him better than himself? Certainly not me or any other human flesh. Um, I can get an idea, but I really only know what Holy Spirit reveals to me. So... The Holy Spirit will reveal to you how to connect in the spiritual realm and make the right connections for the task and the job that needs to get done. And is just something you wanted to say? Yeah, just uh, just to add some some more biblical references for us, right? There was what I what I was talking about in the beginning was also the practicality of things, right? It's not just praying in in the spirit in your heavenly language or just you know 
throwing out something <laughs> into the spiritual realm, uh-huh. right? Prayers are always, especially Holy Spirit-led prayers, mm-hmm. are pinpoint, focused, and accurate. Accurate. Right? And they and produce. They're, they produce. There's a mm-hmm. practical mm-hmm. aspect to all Holy Spirit-led prayers, uh-huh. right? So we could look at even Luke 11. And uh, you'll know it as the Lord's Prayer, right? Actually, we'll probably have to go to Matthew. But um, yes, we'd have to go to Matthew where, he's, where he says, and... Um, Matthew chapter 6? Yes, on, baby? for the Lord's Prayer, where he says, um, your will on earth as it is in heaven. So you see, even in just that one verse, that one line, mm-hmm. there is a joining, a combining of the spirit and soul. Right, or spirit, soul, and body. Right, and it's not just for the spirit realm, it is also here in the natural realm. Okay, right, mm-hmm. coming into alignment and agreement together. Mm-hmm. Right, and then uh, I bring up Luke 11 because he also says concerning prayer, right, especially Holy Spirit led prayers. Um, if you then being even know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Amen. So when we have been in in this series teaching about prayer and understanding what's required, if we don't know what to ask for, ask we're asking the Lord, what mm-hmm. do I ask you for? Mm-hmm. So then what's the result? He sends Holy Spirit to come and tell us to provide us the answer. Exactly what's required for us to say and or do or or where to go to say and or do that thing. In the moment. Amen. Amen. Do you have something else, honey? Uh, well, um, I did want to comment on your, you were talking about types of prayers, uh-huh. right? And and yes, uh, <laughs> there are there are many, right? We we started this in in Ephesians six, but you can look at even in Philippians, right? Um, uh-huh. It's prayers of thanksgiving and and you know. There's a, there's a ton of different categories or what people mm-hmm. have categorized as types of prayers. But you can see even in, in Philippians uh, verse 3, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all. Right, But then mm-hmm. when you get down to verse 9, and this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve the things that are excellent, and he continues, right? Mm-hmm. So what is it? He's uh, you could one would argue well, there's two different types of prayer there, but really it's the same thing. Hey, he's rejoicing over what the Lord is doing in and through the lives of mm-hmm. the Philippians or the Church of Philippi. Amen. But he's also recognizing uh, or stating to to the Philippians what the Lord has put on his heart, uh, or Holy Spirit has led. For him to pray for, which was for discernment, right? Love would abound more and more, and for discernment. Mm-hmm. So that that's a need. But the, so you could you could say he's interceding there, which would be another category of prayer, but is not a traditional, if you will, prayer. So he didn't it's sit some, down and go, "I'm going to intercede for them." Exactly. Let me proceed. It's to something intercede. that was first brought by the Lord through Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to Paul, and then. Now he has the practical application to do. 
which or actually say and do mm-hmm, and actually ended up being like a combination kind of prayer because exactly. God knows everything that needs to be done. Um, I want to read first Corinthians chapter two, verse 11, um, Oh, 11 through 13, it says, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man, which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have, re- we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which Holy Spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Uh-huh. So as we learn what's available to us, understanding that Holy Spirit knows how to lead us into perfect prayers. And I forgot to mention another category is whether it is personal prayer or corporate prayer. Are you praying by yourself? Or are you praying within a body of believers? Absolutely. So um, those categories and then the reasons to pray God knows what they are and what the best dynamic is. Sometimes I will sit down and and ask the Lord something. um, So maybe my kids are on my heart and not because I'm so wise, but because Holy Spirit is putting Uh them on my heart. And then I hear the prompting that the Lord wants me to come before him. And when I come, I don't just start doing what I think needs to be done because maybe I'm seeing things in my kids that I'm like, Lord, I'm concerned about that. Or I'm, I maybe want this to go a different way or something of that nature. And I think maybe I should ask God for something, but the Holy spirit will say, be quiet. Thank me. Mm-hmm. And listen to what I'm actually saying that I need you to pray for to me so I can open the door. What, and what I'm articulating is God will tell me what to ask him or pray to him what kind of prayer I need to get um, engage in, whether it's Thanksgiving or intercession, um, praise or petition, repentance, consecration, dedication, whatever it is, and and on and on, or a combination thereof, is necessary and right to address whatever's going on for my children, just as that, that particular example. In all things, let us remember and keep in mind that goodness is God's idea. Uh-huh. creation is God's idea. It belongs to the Lord. So he is the only one who has the master plan for everything. He always have an, has an, the answer. He always has the way to resolve things, whatever they may be, however simple or difficult they might be to the uttermost. He will resolve it. And his resolution does not look like what we think it should be, but it will always get his desired outcome. So as we come before him and we are strategic in our spiritual warfare and we're mastering and bringing together all the things that we've been learning so far, understanding this as well. So um, there have been times where I've seen someone and they told me that they had an issue with their back that their back was hurting. And I stopped and listened to the Holy Spirit because that's what he's trained me to do. And as I spoke with him or listened to what he had to say about it, held the matter before him, he said, pray for their ankles. Uh And I thought, Lord, (laughs) they said they're back. And God said their ankles. And so I listen and I do what he tells me to do. And then Holy Spirit is able to work in that, and he, in that particular case, he was able to work in that person's, um, favor. And not only did he fix what was going on with their back at the moment, he also included in a corporation that that person actually later fell 
and their ankles were preserved. So there was so much more contained in what God was saying. It was the key to straightening out the issue they were having with their back. Um, likely because there was misalignment there, but I couldn't see it. They just had a symptom that they were coming with, but God knew the answer. And the Holy Spirit, because I was obedient and I asked him and I listened and obeyed what he said, he was able to protect them in the future. So they mm-hmm. had a, a, a fall that might that would should have hurt them, but they got up and they were unscathed and went on their way. And I could tell you time and time of examples about that in my own personal life. But as you, we've talked about before how the Holy Spirit goes to the root of things. And we've examined that already through case studies in the word of God and just our time in the gospels and throughout um, the word that the Holy Spirit always sends the proper answer. So let us keep this in his hands and know that this is what he's asking for now and forever. I think he's always been asking for this, if I could just be very honest about it. I don't think this is something new. No, this is from the beginning. He's a, he's desired us to function in this way. Mm-hmm. Amen. Do you have something else you want to share, babe? Yeah, as, as it pertains to prayer, right? This is, as, and as we were just discussing, this is, if you will, the pattern mm-hmm. that the Lord has desired us to walk in the entire time. Mm-hmm. Well, we can take a look at Ephesians, uh, just chapter one. Okay. Um, from verses, th- from verse three through 17, the Lord through Paul is revealing this incredible revelation of the Lord and, and who he is and what he desires, his, his plan, his purpose, his will and covenant, which to, to summarize and in short, and you'll find this is the plumb line from the beginning of scripture to the end is mm-hmm. I will be your God and you will be my people. Mm-hmm. Even though those words aren't exactly listed here, right? It it gets to the core of exactly what the Lord through the Apostle Paul He's is sharing. Those things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these things that are contained within his plan, purpose, will, covenant. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then you get into verse 18. And clearly there's this revelation that's just been given and he's writing it out and since all scripture is the breathed out spoken word of the lord right mm-hmm. he is also being you know prompted mm-hmm. by the holy spirit to pray even in the moment for the church at ephesus right for the mm-hmm. ephesians uh-huh. for what they're going to need which says this i pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power inward, uh, excuse me, his power towards us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen. So everything that we've been talking about in this episode is, well, and as I sense, summarized in, in this one section, right? Here's this revelation. Here's what they're going to need to be able to receive this revelation, which he prays for. And even in this prayer, even more instruction is now given, more Mm -hmm. understanding, right? So 
you see what we were saying in the beginning of mm-hmm. receive the revelation from the from Lord the mm-hmm. Lord through Holy Spirit. And that's what we're to say and do, right? Mm-hmm. And as he's saying, you know, he's he's now also being led to bring it not just from in the spirit realm, mm-hmm. right? But in the natural, and so now it can. There's the practical application, that mm-hmm. natural, if you will, application, so it can be manifested, just like the Lord's prayer, on earth as in heaven. Amen. It's the tapping into the spiritual realm, so that the manifestation yeah. comes into the natural realm. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I think that's all we have today for this episode. Um, definitely take some time to listen to this again, and I. I just want to encourage you because sometimes you might feel like we're stripping all the religion out of your hands, <laughs> all the religious things, ideas, mentalities, and behaviors that maybe you've learned as you've been in pursuit of the Lord. Keep in mind that God wants you to be effective today. He wants you to be effective now. And the reason that you're here and you're listening to this is because the Holy Spirit is calling you higher. So let go of the things that the Holy Spirit is saying it's in the past. And um, maybe he wasn't involved in those things. And maybe someone taught the best that they could. And I'm not saying Kamisha is the end-all be-all of anything or that we are. I'm not saying that for one second. But Christ is the end-all be-all. And Holy Spirit is the end-all be-all of all things. So he's asking us to rise up and to grab a hold of what he is doing and his pattern and his mode of operation, not to sound important or spiritual or to feel like we're doing something, but to actually get down to the nitty gritty and to be successful in the plan and the pattern and the path that he wants us to walk in. This is something that he desires and it's on his heart. So don't be afraid when it comes to those um, religious patterns that the Holy Spirit is dissolving in your life, allow him to do that and can keep letting him do the work in you so that you rise up strong and effective and powerful, potent in the things of God, not in your own strength, powerful. We don't like that. We're not, we don't care about that. Lord's not interested in that for one second, but him in you working his perfect work and perfect will is where the power lies. So he gets the glory. Isn't that what being conformed to the image of Christ is and looks like? And if he's our pattern example, and what we're teaching is, is are the things that our Lord and Savior did, ultimately, we would say we want Christ's results. I do. I absolutely <laughs> do. Yes. Well, I then I have do. to, and you as well, have to do things. We all have to do things the way the Lord did mm-hmm. them. And, well, this is how he's taught us of what he wants done. So... Mm-hmm. I want to encourage you to come up higher to new levels with the Lord. And if that means, well, it's not if, it absolutely does mean that we're going to have to uproot some of those things that we may have learned on the way, but they weren't the Lord's way. They're not, and and accordingly, there was no result to those things. There it is. No consistency. It was hit or miss, and you really couldn't peg down what you did right or wrong to get those results. But Holy Spirit always knows the right answer. Amen. Amen. So, all right. We love you. We're looking forward to meeting meeting with you next episode, and we're praying for you. And remember to live your life in the Messiah's love. God bless you. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. 
Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.